What up, Sasunken Nation? You're now tuned into Sasunken Podcast with your host, Allison, and your boy, Jay. This is a show about pregnancy, health, life, and love in Canada. We are taking you on a journey towards healing, liberation, and prosperity, y'all. Asambeni. Let's get it. We acknowledge that we are living and working on the unceded, ancestral, and traditional territories of the Anishinaabewaki, Haudenosaunee, and Huron-Wendat. Respect every time. Hello, Sisunken Nation. Welcome back to another episode. What up, what up, y'all? How y'all doing? Or a continuation of last week's episode. That's right. This is part two. <laughs> so if you haven't oh, listened gosh. to last week's episode, you might want to go listen so that you're not like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, that was the more chilled experience. Now we're taking yes. y'all on a ride. Oh, and I want to mention we voted. So I hope everybody voted too. You want change, be the change. For sure. However, um, obviously, you know, the government did not actually change <laughs> in this situation. But you know what? We did our part and it was not for nothing, y'all. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully, you know, now there's a there has to be a collective approach. So, you know, working with the other party, hopefully we see some real change, meaningful yeah, change. Yeah, hopefully some of the things or a lot of the things they promised uh, will come to fruition. But I think we can hold them accountable a little bit more, you know? What more can you do but hope? That's right. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. All right. How was your week? My week was busy. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was pretty busy. But, you know, we got through. And that's great that I got through. And how about you? My week was good. Work was a bit busy. It mm -hmm. felt a little weird, a little overwhelming. But, you know, um, it still feels good. I like working. I don't know what else to do with myself if I'm not working. So that's true. I'm good. Toxic masculinity right there. You know, I'm sometimes it. you got to be. I'm living it. I'm be honest cool with it. resting. That's you know? right. But like, yo, yeah. I want to get right into it because we got a lot to talk about yes. today. Uh, last week, we left y'all on a cliffhanger um, with uh, the 36-week um, ultrasound. ultrasound. So this week, Ali and I will be talking about the childbirth mm -hmm. and how it went down. You know what I'm saying? It goes so, down. It goes down in the childbirth. Yeah. It, it just <laughs> <laughs> so at 36 weeks... Um, Allie had an ultrasound. She was measuring small, but that's common for her. Mm -hmm. At least with Manny, it was the same thing. So we weren't really too shocked. Not by too that. worried, right? So, but it showed baby was doing okay. So shortly after thirty six week mm -hmm. weeks now heading to thirty seven weeks, something happened. So tell us about the journey. Yeah, at so thirty seven weeks. You know, sometimes uh, your midwife's appointments are not exactly when you are 37 weeks or whatever. Right, right. Um, but what happened is when I was 38 weeks, I went to see the midwife on Wednesday, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw one of the midwives um, who was on my team for the first time that day, right? Okay. I had spoken to her on the phone before, but I had never seen her in person. Right. So she measured me and she's like, oh, what did you measure last week? So I was like, well, last week I measured about three centimeters small, but that's normal. That's normal for me. Right. So she's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, well, what are you getting? And she's like, yeah, I'm getting your six centimeters small. So I'm wow. like, six? I'm like, you run that again. Like, 
Yeah. You know, and then she's like, no, no, like I've kind of done this three times now and I'm even like adding a little extra, extra, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you're still coming up six, like lore, less than you should be today. Right. So I was like, oh, so like, what does that mean then? You right, know? Right. So she kind of ran through some scenarios, you know, it could be this, it could be that, it could be this. Mm. And then she's like, you know, probably everything is fine. But we should just send you for an ultrasound and right. just see, right. you know? Right, So I said, okay. And, you know, because of COVID, so many things are super delayed. So I mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Um, Markham Stovall because that was where I was going to, I was planning to deliver there right, right, right. Um, in the AMU, which is mm. the alongside midwifery unit. Right. And um, that was the plan. So I figured, okay, well. Let's book the ultrasound at the hospital this time. Right. Uh, because then we can see where we should go, you know, when we come in for the delivery. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of made sense to both me and Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I called and then I was like, oh, can I book an ultrasound? And they were like, yeah, you can come in two weeks. And I'm thinking, I was like, actually, I'm 38 weeks, <laughs> you know, so yeah, two I'll weeks is not really good. Um, do you have anything sooner? Mm-hmm. So they said, OK, come tomorrow. So I was like, OK, great. So Thursday I went um, to the ultrasound. It was early in the morning. Uh, I wasn't well, super we, stressed. We, we went. I mean, I just, yeah, yeah. I just did the parking lot thing. Exactly. Yeah. Jay drove me and um, Manny came too, I think. Yeah, Manny was there. We're, we were, were all where, there. Where else would he be? <laughs> I know. No, I was like, wait, did your parents? But then we, I'm like, no, it was in the morning. Came. No, we came. Yeah. yeah, so Manny and Jay brought me, you know, to the hospital. Support. And, yeah, got to have well, that I support. Well, sh- I should add. Um, mm-hmm. I know in the last episode we said you went to a lot of them alone, the appointments, and you did. But there was a few appointments that we still came. We stayed in the parking lot. It's yeah. just sometimes it was just such a headache because we're out there and literally Manny doesn't want to sit in the car for two, three hours. Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And plus, I mean, it's hot, right? So yeah, them sitting hot. in the yeah. car in the summer. Uh, well, not summer, but it was spring and it was pretty warm. It was, but yeah. even if it was cold, you know, like it's not ideal, you know? For sure. Um so yes that is a good correction to add but yeah so i went into the building got the ultrasound done and this time they were checking my placenta because Mm -hmm. the midwife had mentioned you know sometimes uh this could be your placenta is not working properly which is possible because you've had high blood pressure Mm -hmm. you know pretty much the whole uh, pregnancy it could also be this it could be this so we're just going to check everything so i said cool um, and she warned me it was going to be a longer ultrasound, right? Because most ultrasounds that are just checking the baby, it's like five, ten minutes, right? Right. But this one was like half an hour. So they did the ultrasound. And during the ultrasound, the ultrasound tech didn't say anything, right? Mm. So when she's like, okay, you're done now, she gave me a picture of the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was horrible, like, you know, because, you know, at that point, baby's big. Yeah, you so you don't, yeah. So it mm. just looked like smush like it just didn't look like an alien yeah um exactly you know L- Layla, listen to this when you're right uh mm. so she gave me a picture and then i'm like yeah can you just tell me like you know what do you think it's just like honestly on my end things look pretty good um so you should be able to continue with mm. your pregnancy right because that's what the ultrasound is determining whether you can continue being pregnant you know till your due date or do they does baby need to come out right mm-hmm so I went home super happy because I'm like, oh, yes, everything's great. Friday now, mm-hmm. um, things turned around. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. It, it definitely did. 
what happened after that? Like, where are we now? Where, where are we? Friday. Friday? Yeah. What, what happened on Friday? So Friday, um, I'm home with Manny. Jay had just gone to Costco. Yeah. And I get a call from the midwife, right? right? So I'm like, hey, how are you? And then I thought, okay, well, I guess. Honestly, I don't think I even thought about anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then she's like, yeah, Allie, we got, you know, your ultrasound results back. And, you know, baby is now measuring in the seventh percentile. Mm-hmm. And last time, you know, you went to the to get an ultrasound done two weeks ago, mm-hmm. baby was in the 70th percentile. So I was like, whoa, like that seems, you know, like a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Bigger than the fact that it was two different ultrasound techs, you know, the two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Uh, what does this mean? So she was like. Well, it could mean a lot of things, but obviously the biggest thing it means is baby got smaller, mm-hmm. baby isn't growing, so yeah. something could be happening. Mm-hmm. But they said uh, your placenta was looking good. You know, the blood flow was going between, like, properly between both sides. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it could be something like, you know, intrauterine growth restriction or it could be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're thinking that maybe... You can come into um, the our office, the midwife's office. We can right. meet you there, right. and we'll just kind of listen to the baby, see how the baby's doing, mm-hmm. and we can check you and see if you know you are dilated a little bit, and maybe if you are, if you're comfortable, we could do like a membrane sweep to kind of get things going, uh, because baby probably needs to come out sooner than later, mm. or. You could go to Markham, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we'll like call ahead, let them know you're coming. Mm-hmm. And you can go there. They'll monitor you and the baby and probably everything will be fine. Mm. But we just want to make sure that mm-hmm. it's okay for you to continue on being pregnant. So I said, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was hella stressed because I'm like, what the hell? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like this no freaking ultrasound tech lady yesterday said everything looks fine. You know, Mm -hmm. what do you mean things are not fine? Trust me. Right. So then I hung up that call. Mm -hmm. I called Jay. I'm like, babe, you need to come back, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And I'm like, the midwives just called and they said this. And also you need to call your parents. Because at this point, like I was barely holding it together. Yeah, I could hear. So I'm like, you need to call your parents and tell Mm -hmm. them because Jay's mom was going to watch Manny. Right. Mm -hmm. So you need to call your parents and tell them to come. If they don't have a bag packed, tell them, do not pack a bag, just come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Like, if you have something packed, great, but they need to come now because yeah. this is like, we need to go, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, we're not sure right now if baby's going to come today or baby's going to come tomorrow, what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. we need to go to the hospital, so they just need to come. Yeah. So I hung up with Jay, and you can yeah, tell me what no, was going y- through your yo, head. Man, let me tell you, I was you know? anxiety and stress for your partner is real all right mm-hmm. <laughs> so um it was it was a very tough time for me I, I a lot of times i didn't even feel like leaving the house mm-hmm. because i just felt like man because i know your anxiety and your stress was just through the roof yeah and it was a covid thing it was a baby thing it was a bp thing and you were just it was just a ride throughout the whole pregnancy oh for sure so, so now i'm at costco so imagine me and I was at Costco getting the last few things we needed together. And he's like, do 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 do, just shopping. Nah, hell no, there was no to do to do. I'm just like dreading this phone to ring, and 
there we go here he, the phone's ringing so mm-hmm. i'm thinking when i answer it i can only hope that it's just you asking me to pick up something else well so you were stressed when you saw my name pop Stre- up even yeah. though no well yeah <laughs> no but <laughs> you know? i hadn't told you anything yet yeah, so i'm saying you, you were just you those are. days you were stressed whenever i used to call you and yeah. you're out yeah like i would listen you well, most of the time i would be saying stuff like oh don't forget the toothpaste don't uh, forget this you're high-risk pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> if I was stressed, I was stressed for you because I could I I can only imagine how you were feeling. Mm-hmm. And remember, I'm the protector. I'm the feeler. Mm-hmm. So everything you were feeling, like it was echoing in in just my soul, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, when you phoned, I was just answering the phone and just hopeful that you were just going to tell me I had to pick up something. Yeah. Then when you called, and then you're like, "Babe, you need to come now." I wanted to. You know, I wanted to sin. Mm-hmm. I was going to use a word. <laughs> I chose not to sin <laughs> yeah. because I'm big. On, I always tell Allison in situations, it's better to compose yourself and think mm-hmm. instead of panicking and doing something silly. So I thought about it. I was like, okay. So I felt like I need to give her confidence and energy. So I'm like, it's okay. All right. What do you need? And she she was like, you know, calm mom. But in my head, it's like, yo, it's, it, there was an explosion, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I called my parents and I was like, yo. Um, pack a bag real quick because I'm like, what is this woman talking about? No, packing a bag because I know if they don't pack a bag and they come, she's going to be stressed. That Oh, my gosh, you're going to have to leave now because Allison is a planner when it comes to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And we, she was actually going through the nesting phase and she's trying to put everything together. And I'm just like, man, the, I can only imagine the things you must have been thinking at that moment in time when yeah. they're like, yo, this is going down. And I was just like, all right, y'all just pack a bag and come because I know if they came, and somewhat prepared my mom mm-hmm. uh they were great they were on standby they're like just call anytime everybody was on standby and it was amazing mm-hmm. so they they packed they came within like an hour and it was it, it was good but i'm telling you that drive home i was just hoping you don't call me back yeah. <laughs> you know but i think rough. i did you did <laughs> yeah so you did what yeah so yeah for yeah. me I'm at the house, like, obviously, I'm, like, freaking out. I'm stressed out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we didn't even get to practice. Because, you know, mind you, because of COVID, we haven't been seeing people. So Manny hasn't been hanging out with anyone or in the time that he can remember, right? Because COVID started when he was one Mm -hmm. and he's now two. Mm -hmm. Um, He can't remember us not being there. You know, he's... He can remember being just with daddy or just with mommy, but he can't mm-hmm. remember ever being just with somebody else who's not us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was really worried because we didn't get to practice, like just leaving him with people mm-hmm. and we didn't know how he was going to handle it. But it was like, well, no time for practice now. <sighs> but also like the news that maybe your baby's not doing well. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's going to stress you out. You know what I mean? For and sure. as someone who thinks, I'm like running through so many scenarios in my head for sure. about what could happen, what could go wrong, what's going on. Is baby going to be okay? Am mm. I going to be okay? What's mm. going on? And then literally 15, 20 minutes after the midwives called the first time, mm-hmm. um, they call back. And mm. she was like, yeah, actually change of plan. So right off the bat, my heart just starts Man. beating. Boom, 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 you know, yeah. like, and I'm just thinking, oh gosh, what now? She's like, yeah. So I just spoke to the doctor at the hospital, the OB, and he says, baby needs to come out like in the next day, max. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. There's no more waiting. Baby needs to come. 
And the doctor also said, you can't do an induction. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, what? But you guys said I could do an induction. Like I could try. Uh, you told me that because of my history, there's only one method of induction that I'm eligible for. But you told me I could try, you know? Mm. And she's like, yeah, so uh, you've been booked for a C-section at 8 a.m. So we'll meet you at the hospital tomorrow at 6 a.m. So mind mm-hmm. you, uh, when she first called, I think I mentioned it, it was after 6 p.m., so now, so maybe now it's like 7 p.m. or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just after 7. So I'm just thinking, what the hell? Like, I have 12, 13 hours to sit with this. Like, mm-hmm. what? You know? Mm-hmm. So I called you back. Yeah, you now. did. You did. So you, I called you back. You you called me back and said, yo, um, I remember your exact words. You're mm-hmm. like, um, you sounded broken, man. Oh, I think I was like crying. <laughs> no, you weren't. You, yeah, you did it towards the end of the call. You were, but you, you just sounded defeated. Mm-hmm. You were just like, man, babe. Um, we have this C-section book for tomorrow, and uh, I don't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like, and here's what was going through my mind at the time. I was like, man, are we gonna relive another experience like we did with Manny? That's all I kept thinking because. Yeah. You kept saying you didn't want to go through any of this again. You wanted choice. You wanted to have like certain things in place. I know how stressful it was for you to even put the whole baby plan together. You couldn't even do it because you had such anxiety just thinking about the process. Mm -hmm. And here we are now literally repeat. Right. Yep. And it, it, it was rough, man. And I didn't know what to do, but just hit the gas pedal a little harder and just get it and try to just comfort you. Yeah. And I came and I remember we just kind of cuddled on the couch a little bit and I just reassure you that, you know what, we're going to go through this together. But really in my head, I just came thinking to myself because they were like, yo, this isn't allowed and stuff. And I know we wanted to get Manny. And I was like, yo, Manny's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, we we prayed. And I was just like, understand that I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to advocate for you. You ain't even got a trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we just, all we had now is like, yo, all it is now is just time. Exactly. See, the thing when I called you uh, the second time, I remember I said, Babe, come home now. Because I know you were still finishing whatever no, you done. were getting at done. Costco. Mm. Um, but I was just like, babe, come home now. Like I was just like, no, I'm about to lose my ish. Just come home now mm. and call your parents and tell them to get right, the hell over here. She doesn't sound quickly. That, that's a <laughs> bull face, you know what. Yeah, right. no, I was like, tell your parents to come right now. To, how, like how, I was like, right. can you tell them to come? Because yeah. I wasn't sure. Because obviously you spoke to them. I didn't. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if they were on their way or they were on stamp. But I was like, yeah, tell your parents to come right now. Mm. But tell them the plan has changed. It's a C-section. And I told you, tell them everything because I don't want to talk about it when I they remember. get here. Because I didn't want to cry in front of them. Yeah. And so I'm sure you called them and everything. But, you know, the midwife did offer me that, hey, if you want, mm-hmm. you know, because she mm-hmm. saw I was super upset and they knew I didn't want to repeat section. Mm-hmm. So she's like, if you want, you could come to the our office and we see if you're dilated. Mm-hmm. And if you are, we could do a sweep. And if, let's say, in the morning it's gotten things moving, maybe they will, you know, do uh, something to lady. augment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, because of my history and I've done membrane sweeps last time when I was pregnant with Manny and they did nothing, I just felt like, okay... We're going to leave the house, go to the midwife. You know, maybe I'm 
dilated. Maybe I'm not. They're going to do a sweet. You know, I just felt like I'm just going to be going through uncomfortable and struggling mm-hmm. all night. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, only for them to be like, oh, didn't work. C-section anyway, you know. So yeah, I just mm-hmm. felt like, you know what? I'd rather we get packed. We get Manny situated. You know what I mean? Mm. We like your parents will be here. They can play with Manny. Your mom can go to bed with Manny and he'll wake up with her because we won't be here since we're leaving so early. Right. And that's more important than trying to like, you know, do this other thing. Mm -hmm. And I felt at peace with that decision, but it was still a very difficult decision and one I didn't want to be making. Mm. So like I cried a lot, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. before your parents came. Mm -hmm. And even when they were here, like I'd nip up upstairs because you know we started packing like finishing packing the hospital back but now for c-section you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so we took out some stuff that um was more for labor and delivery Mm -hmm. and then we just kept stuff that we knew like okay well since it's a c-section we'll only bring this kind of stuff Mm. um yeah but so what did you like well i remember at just that point in the preparation we were upstairs and you were getting ready and we didn't even get all the 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 photo shoot done for like the pregnancy photo yeah. shoot done and it was rough because I know I remember one of the most moving point for me was you you held Manny and you you know kids are so innocent and they just they're so oblivious to everything they have no idea well he was sleeping on. remember uh, it was when we were about to leave uh, no it's when no. he fell asleep before we put him in bed yeah. no 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 he was awake and, and th- at this was point he awake? yeah he was and then afterwards um, we put him mom put him down because she laid with him mm-hmm but I remember you just hugged them and you were just trying to like, you know, get that last little bond. Because mm-hmm. I know in Allison's head, she used to think like worst case scenario. She mm-hmm. used to have some pretty grim conversation with me. Like, yeah, if I die and stuff like that. And yo, I know it sounds, you know, crass and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like, yo, you have to have these conversations because, yeah. yo, shout out to Ali. Shout out to my wife. I want to say, yo. You're amazing. All women are amazing. And I'm telling you, I hats off to you. You know what I mean? And mm. if may, maybe the little boys out there, that includes men who are boys, um, that disrespect women should really go through this process. Not really having a kid or anything, mm-hmm. but just exp- the whole experience of seeing what a woman goes through and really just maybe try to change some of our ways. Because I'm telling you, it was rough. Mm-hmm. So I know when you're holding Manny, that really moved me. And then that's where we got that last photo y'all saw from, you know, the the pregnancy where she was just on the stairs. That was that last few hours before yeah. we had to leave. And I remember it was about 2 a.m. That's when we finally laid down mm-hmm. and we were trying to sleep. But how do you sleep? How do you yeah. sleep in such a broken state? Right. So oh, for sure. So it, it was a really dark, depressing and just sad yeah um and you know to touch on what you said like two hours Mm -hmm. yeah when i was telling you you know if i die this if i die that it's because so many black women die in childbirth right you know not because of existing like pre-existing conditions Mm -hmm. or complications but just because we're not treated the same Mm. you know so even like existing protocols for dealing with blood loss or high blood pressure anything mm-hmm. it's like when you're a black woman i don't know why you know well obviously it's racism but i don't know why people just don't 
do the same treatment. You know what I mean? Sure. We are undertreated for pain. Nobody mm-hmm. believes you when you're telling people what's going on with your body. Mm-hmm. So for me, oh, and the other thing, um, I had spoken to an OB, right? I got an OB consult because of my condition, like the complicatedness. This was a few weeks or days ago, wasn't it? What no, was this it? was like probably six weeks or so okay. before this was happening. Okay. And I had spoken to a particular doctor and he was very nice. He was very reassuring. And he's someone I researched. Like I asked lots of people Mm. about, you know, I'm getting a referral. Who should I ask to go to, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is where at Woman Wellness, Althea helped me with recommendations. Also, Mm -hmm. um, Cheyenne helped me with recommendations, you know, and I also spoke to Kate who also helped me and told me what other people had said mm-hmm. so i had spoke to a great doctor and i was like hoping i'd get him so before i had hung up with the midwife i had asked who's on call today mm-hmm. and they were like oh uh the person on call is this doctor mm-hmm. but it was not one of the doctor it was not the doctor i had had an, a consult with mm-hmm. um so then i started messaging everyone how is this guy how is this guy how is this guy And people were like, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. You know, this person had him and he was good. But all the people who had had him were white people. So I'm like, okay, but I don't know how he's going to be with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I was told, oh, but the doctor who did your consult is who's going to be on. Mm. So I was like, oh, thank God. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that felt like one less stressful thing. So Jay and I went to bed, uh, barely slept, but, you know, got you know, a couple hours of sleep, maybe mm-hmm. woke up, left in the morning. And I was just so emotional. Like on the drive, I remember we just kind of talked, we held hands and Jay just kept trying to reassure me. And I just kept telling him too, that, you know, like I'm processing, like I have to cry. I have to be sad. I have to be angry mm-hmm. because this isn't not what I wanted. Mm. It is what it is. Yes. But I can't just keep moving as if it's not affecting me. You know Mm, what I mean? Because then I'm carrying mm, it in my body. So I remember you kept saying, it's okay, Ali, I'm with you. Um, Trust me, I'll advocate for you. I'll do this. And I remember, you know, Kate was up late. Okay. Kate sent Mm. me the birth plan Mm -hmm. at like 1 a.m., I think. Like she was up late, like just doing the final edits because we, Mm. I sort of did it last minute Mm -hmm. and she was up late. She helped me. We had the birth plan. Jay's like, don't worry. You know, I'm going to have the birth plan. I'm going to talk to oh, people. No doubt. If I need to cuss somebody out, I'm going to cuss somebody out. Yeah. You know, and on the drive, like I was listening to the song by Maverick City Music. Um, that's called, uh, what's it called? Most Beautiful. Most Beautiful. Mm. And I just kept playing it again and again. And ever since the midwives kind of had told me, I had just kept playing it again and again. It was mm. just what I kept doing. And it just was bringing me strength. And, you know, when you're Mm. like, it just felt like the song was doing the talking for me. Like I was so sad at that Mm -hmm. time and so just broken, you know, so to speak, Mm -hmm. that I couldn't even form the words to Mm -hmm. ask God what I wanted, which is God, like, keep me safe during this delivery Mm -hmm. because I want to see my -hmm. baby. Mm -hmm. But I also want to be here, you know, for my baby who at the time I thought was Jacob, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm, no and doubt. I want to be here for Manny too. So mm-hmm. I just, that's all I thought. Um, and then we got to the hospital. Yeah. You know, it, it, here's a crazy part, man. And it was traumatic and it, it was kind of crazy because my experience with people this time around was slightly different, but it was so similar. 
And this is where I'm just thankful on the select amount of people we told mm -hmm. that um, we were going to have a baby, right? Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I had to find the courage. Mm -hmm. I had to find the strength, <laughs> you know, to really pour into you mm -hmm. and make it about you, right? In that moment. And man, people can take so much, right? Yeah. So a part of me is, I remember I had to reassure your mom, mm -hmm. like on a side note, even when I was here and things were kind of calm for a bit, I went outside and I reassured your mom and I reassured um, Amanda. My sister, yeah. And it was tough because I, I can feel for them because they're not here, mm -hmm. right? But I didn't have much to give. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm there trying to tell them, oh, everything's going to be fine. And I have, listen, my anxiety is more manageable than yours to some degree. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at it like from the things I was hearing, it sounds like it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I understood what I had to do when we get there in terms of advocacy work. You know oh, what I mean? And I think for you, you are more comfortable with the C-section option. So Absolutely. talk about that. Absolutely. I mean, I wanted to support whatever decision you wanted to do mm -hmm. but after what we went through the last time like you just kind of alluded to it like how much you tried and then it still ended up being what it was like mm -hmm. a c-section anyways i just felt like yo honestly let's take all the precautions that are there mm -hmm. because the last thing i want is anything stupid to happen you've tried you've exhausted everything you we go through another case like manny and God forbid something happens to you on that table when mm -hmm. you're doing the surgery or whatever, right? Yeah. So I just felt like it's the safest bet right now, all things considered. And I just wanted to just go that route if it was an option at all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in terms of people, it, it helped. It helped a lot knowing that there was only a select few we had to communicate with. Yeah. But at the same time, there were still a few people that kept pushing for information. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you all something. Anyone out there listening that knows anybody that has a baby and there's a support person just try to be in their shoe for that time and imagine what it must be like mm -hmm. because if i was panicking or losing it on how people were pressuring me for information or just honest updates mm -hmm. you can imagine how that person the support person must be feeling in that exact moment where there were so many restrictions and we weren't even sure if they were going to let me in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know exactly, what I mean? exactly. So now we're at this point. So I just wanted to just say this experience with just limiting the amount of people that we told absolutely helped. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. So then we got to the hospital mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm still super stressed and anxious and everything. Um, and then we had an amazing nurse, the nurse Yo. who was getting me prepped was super amazing i told her Wasn't all she? the things like i'm allergic to latex and this happened last time so i'm concerned about this and this and this last time they had so many iv attempts and they kept not getting it right and she did one iv attempt like no she did two but yeah um, I, I was honored though yeah <laughs> but yeah, it was so much better just everything was so much it better was, it was. she personally went and checked the or to oh, make but, sure but but acknowledge the fact that remember even even she was trying to do the vein and you told her mm -hmm. and you said listen i had a bad experience with this and what did she do she looked she she wasn't sure she went and she got a second opinion yeah. that's how it's supposed to be exactly don't just shoot your shot and hope because you think okay i gotta do it because it's my job mm -hmm. if you're not sure you're not capable get a second opinion or don't do it at all 
Exactly. No, she was really great. We'll call you know, someone who can do it right. Yeah, she did that. She helped me lots. You know what I mean? She reassured me a lot. Mm. She went to the OR, made sure there was no latex, including the catheter. Yeah. Because last time, one of the things is they used a latex catheter, and I reacted to it. And when the next nurse came in, she explained, hey, she had a really bad experience last time. So I've made sure I've done this. I've made sure I've done this. Mm -hmm. And the nurse was like, oh, don't worry. I can do this. And she's like, no, no, no. I want to personally make sure it's done. And I heard. So she wasn't doing it like saying it in front of me for me to feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she it was just genuine. And I appreciated that. And then when we went into the OR, it was not the doctor I expected. So I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> but but hold on. Let's talk about just easing the nerves. Yeah. A bit. That girl set a real good uh, foundation for just how we took the next steps forward. Because mm-hmm. I piggyback off, that, off of that experience with that first nurse so much. And just trying to reassure you that this is different and how good it's going to be. Mm-hmm. She was just a breath of fresh air and just how she dealt with it. No, she was really right? great. So, so in doing that, I felt like, man, this is different. This is good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cheyenne. Shout out to Cheyenne. Shout out to Althea. Yeah. Y'all, and, Kate. Y'all and Kate. But in recommending Markham Stouffville, mm-hmm. shout out to that hospital. Y'all did amazing things. So Oh, for back, sure. Back to the OR room. So then I went into the OR. So when you first go in, obviously your support person is not there. So yeah. I went in and then they're like, oh, yeah, um, the nurse who was um, the charge nurse in the OR is like, oh, you have Dr. So-and-so. He's so great. He, like, closes up nicely. You're going to have, like, barely a scar. So I'm like, Dr. So-and-so? I'm supposed to be having Dr. This. <laughs> um, so she's like, she's like, oh, no, they're both really great. But trust me, if I had to choose who did mine, I would yeah. choose the one you have. Word. Because out of everybody, the way he closes mm-hmm. your C-section is so neat. Like, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, So it did kind of throw me off a little bit. And then Mm. he came in. He said hi to me. He's like, you know, you know why we're doing this. He was very compassionate, very nice, very validating of the fact that this is not what I wanted. But this is how it had to go. Mm. And he gave me space if I wanted to ask questions or just be like, yeah, you know, this sucks, whatever. So that was nice. And then um, so I was kind of getting like, okay, this is cool. And then the anesthesiologist came in, didn't introduce himself, just came in and is like, lay down. So I'm thinking, like, first off, who the hell are you? Yeah, <laughs> like, telling much. me to lay down, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I laid down and this then I'm like, happening. oh, who are you? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm the anesthesiologist. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I had been told the anesthesiologist would come talk to me beforehand because last time I could feel it when they first started, right? So then I was like, oh, um, I had some concerns, whatever. And he's like, okay, scooch a little bit. Like, he's not even listening to me. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I started getting nervous, you know? So then he's like, okay, he opens my gown, right? He starts touching my back, right? And I'm thinking, what the hell? Like, we're starting this quick? Like, it was so scary. Like, you know, so my anxiety's up now. And so he starts touching my back. He's like, okay, you're going to feel cold. I'm going to clean your back. Then I'm like, oh, what are you doing today? Because last time I had an epidural and this and yeah. this. He's like, no, we're doing a spinal, so shouldn't be a problem. It's stronger medicine. So that really, really threw me off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I keep trying to talk to him. He's ignoring me. He's not like reassuring me or anything. Right. And then every time he's touching me, naturally, like I'm flinching, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. I keep like jumping and jumping. 
And then he just did the spinal. Then he's like, turn around. I turned, but like my legs just felt like dead weight. So it was really hard. And then next thing, they all started doing stuff. The OB came back in. He put the catheter in, um, you know, the urinary catheter, because short, like while you're having the C-section, but also after for a few hours until you get feeling back in your legs, you you can't can't go pee, right? Yeah. So he came and he put the catheter in, which surprised me because normally it's one of the nurses. Yeah. Um, and that surprised the midwife too because I asked her, I'm like, oh, that's different. <laughs> but they looked at me, they're like, yeah, you just did it. Yeah, like, he just, exactly. <laughs> but he was super nice, super gentle. Um, then Jay got brought in. You know what I mean? They started the C-section mm-hmm. a few minutes later. But this time it took longer. So even for baby to come out took longer. Yeah. And that was kind of making me think, oh, wow, like what's going on? Uh, but I could hear them say, oh, wow, you healed well from the last one. Mm. I could hear them as they were talking. And and then next thing, baby was out. Yo, wait out what baby was out. You know what freaked me the hell out? What? When I'm there and I'm talking to you behind there and they're talking about the stuff like when they're like, oh, the tugging and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, yo, you started to shiver or something. Oh yeah, from the, the anesthetic. Yeah, from the anesthetic. Yeah, right. And 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 then I was like, "Yo, yo, what's going on? What's yeah, going yeah. On? <laughs> like, <laughs> fix this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fix this. Oh yeah. Right. And they're looking at me like, "Oh yeah, it's normal." I'm like, "You didn't do this the last time. What right. is this?" Right. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, no, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. You, you guys don't tell me. Trust me. Don't mm-hmm. tell me not trust me. I don't know what you guys mean by trust me." Mm-hmm. Because every time you guys say trust me, then you guys come back with an apology. Fix this. Exactly. <laughs> you know? See, that's the other thing. They never really got consent for any of the things. Not the C-sec. Nobody like came and talked yeah, that about was, that it, was talked about side effects, sure. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really needs to be a part of it. So you can ask, oh, what are the side effects of spinal versus yeah. this versus they never came and talked to me. Yeah, nobody about said it. That, Yeah. Because they make you sign these blanket things during your pregnancy, like early on. Yeah. And nobody talks to you about it after that, right? Yeah. So when the baby came out, they're like, oh, do you know what you're having? Do you know? And we were like, yes, it's a boy. (laughs) And then it went quiet. Everybody was like, no. No, it went quiet. (laughs) No, no. I mean, mean, the midwife looked at us after um, thing. I remember the the OB was like, "Um, so... The OB's who, who, like, who told it? Who told you? Yeah, who told <laughs> you? A, who did told somebody you? tell you you're getting a boy? <laughs> oh, we're like, we looked at each other. We're like, you, yeah. So you, we're like, yeah, you, it's a boy, right? Did you, Doug, did you pull out an alien or something? Like, right? what, like what do you mean? They There's went no so doubt, quiet, eh? and then they're like, uh, uh, who, who, who told, who them told that? you? Because uh, <laughs> she's like, and I remember the midwife. She covered her mouth, well, her mask. She yeah, covered her mask, and she's just like, no way. And they're like, no, it's a girl. We're so like, then they're like, we like we literally thought they were joking. You know what was crazy? What? We were about to just drop a tear. And then we're like, yo, that tear better back the hell up. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Let's, let's come back to reality We right were now. so shook. Like, we're wait, like, yo, what? what? Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, it's a girl. And like, I thought they were joking. I legitimately thought there's no way. Like, Yo, Sasanke Nation, joke. all I got to say is one of y'all out there need to have this boy named Jacob and tell <laughs> us that it was for you. That that message from God to me was for you. Because if this woman have another child, <laughs> Lord help us. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ain't yeah. that right? But yeah. so then turns out it was a girl and they finished up and, you know, we got to hold her. And we were just so surprised. Like the whole time, we were just like, what? Your OB did an amazing job. 
Um, I this time they took such a long time to clean up and do everything. But let me tell you, it was well worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, even listen, we got to end it here because these kiddos be letting the us children know. be like uh-uh. postpartum best. Well, we only had one, but best. <laughs> one yeah, of the recovery the, was the recovery. so different. So shout out again, Markham Stouffville. Y'all did amazing things. Y'all got to get the, you know, little housekeeping stuff, like communicating to people about side effects and stuff a little better. And maybe your bedside manner for that, that, uh, the anesthesiologist anesthesiologist needs to get checked but you know what i don't care that he wasn't nice to you i care that he did his job (laughs) (laughs) so shout out to him too and i appreciate you god is good every time anyone out there having a baby i want to say yo we're praying for you i really mean that because we try to pray for everybody in their prayer broad prayer but we pray for y'all y'all gonna be okay believe it take it one day at a time don't let stress kill y'all man y'all got enough to worry about and yo get through that journey you know what get i mean because we had baby layla and we were over the moon check yes. our ig if you want to see the post on what yeah. we did oh and this was mother's day weekend y'all this was saturday yo, and pl- mother's I, day was yo, sunday I, I planned it i planned the whole thing whatever he actually still owes me a mother's day gift y'all yo, so. I was like i gave you the best gift Okay. I gave you girl, a gift for even, Mother's Day. Girl, honey. I even drove you to get your gift. Whatever. <laughs> so we're gonna cut oh it here, gosh. y'all. Yes. You need to tune back in next week if you yeah. wanna hear how the rest of the stay at Markham Stovall was and, and, and how the recovery was yeah. and all of that. Yeah, no doubt. Yo, Sisunka Nation, we love y'all. Um, stay safe out there. We still in this panoramic, you know what I'm saying? Love mm-hmm. each other, take it easy on each other. And just remember, self-care matters. You feel me? Oh, important. Yeah. Super important. Hey, yo, until next time, we'll catch y'all. See if travel upon the gravel. Later. We out. Siabonga. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more exciting content. Make sure to follow us across all social media platforms at Sisonke Podcast. And tell us your stories. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple and Google Podcasts or email your questions and feedback to sasalkepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, one love.